What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 44 of our podcast, Sip and Sports. Again, I'm Dave. This is Chris. How are we doing? We're great. Are four, we? Yeah, 44 is, four is actually my favorite number, so episode oh, wow. 44, we got to come in with a bang. This is kind of your episode, then. It's got to be my yeah. episode. <laughs> Some would say, so. This is the turning point yeah. for everything. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, usually that's 50, I feel like. But yeah. Not 44. 44 it is. Yep. So there it is. How's your week, then? My week is good. My week is good. It was, uh, I think I'm finally over the weekend with the Vikes and stuff, but you know what it... Are you? I think I am. I think I am because it just is what it is. Just... Do you want to take a moment right now? No, we'll probably get to it when we talk NFL, but okay. we can chat about it, so... Okay. But yeah, I think I'm over it. All right. Well, with that being said, let's dive in. What's the top moment from the last week for yeah. you? Yeah. So my top moment last week, um, some of you may have heard, Cliff Kingsbury, Arizona Cardinals head coach, got fired. Um, he actually ended up buying a one-way ticket to Thailand mm-hmm. to just hang out, chill, spend a little money, not worry about the NFL. Kind of crazy because it's a one-way ticket. So it's kind of like, I mean, he'll he'll come back eventually and probably get a job. But it's just funny because it's like, oh, I got fired. Eventually. Peace. Yeah. You how, never know. It could be a year. It could be two years. He yeah. said he doesn't want to talk football. So. How long do you think it's going to last? Like, actually, um, what's the over-under? To me, the over-under is probably... I can see him being there for a while. Yeah, I can see it being over a year. Like, next year you he won't coach? over a year? I think next year he won't coach, and then the year yeah. after he could come back. That might be a little rich for my taste. I mean, the guy makes a lot of money. No, I know. And he's going to still get more money. Oh, 100%. I think he'll come Because he just signed a contract extension. That's what's crazy. Yeah, Last offseason. He's basically just taking it, pocketing it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Going to Thailand, so. Right. There I don't know. Is. I think it'll be a, a couple months. I mean, why not? But at a certain point, it's like, okay, what am I doing with my life? What's crazy is a Thailand currency, I just looked this up, <laughs> is equal to 0.03 United States dollars. So, so three, three cents. cents. So if you have $100, or if you have... A hundred dollars, that's thirty thousand Thai Thai bot. B H A T. I don't know how to mm-hmm. say that, but probably butchering it. But so yeah. That's probably so he's doing right. decent over Sounds there. Right. He's probably doing decent. No, he's doing fine. Uh, yeah. He might buy a house. And or whatever. He, and he has more than thirty thousand US dollars. Yeah. Some would say add a few more zeros. <laughs> but there it is. Yeah, that is crazy. I I mean, hey, more power to you. Dude, yeah, Take you, a little breather. He deserves it. Yeah. He deserves it. So, what about you? Uh, my moment. So, I if we've been talking basketball lately, uh, between myself and whoever you are, um, I've kind of been ripping on Kentucky. I think they're not that good. Uh, I mean, they came in this year. Everybody expected them to be good. I think they were like a top, like, what did they start the year? Six or seven? Mm-hmm, maybe probably eight. Around that. It, at least within the top ten. And I think they're they're bad. And so they come in, they've lost a couple games recently. I mean, they've lost plenty of games this year, but a couple specifically recently. And then they come in on Saturday, they're playing Tennessee, at Tennessee. Coach Cal says he takes everybody's phones, iPads, computers, everything on Friday night when they're staying in the hotel. And then what do they do? They come out and beat Tennessee. Smoke them. Yeah. But so here's a question for you. Do you think this is now the turning point? I mean, we've always talked even at the beginning of the year. Kentucky always seems like they're always the same story. They they're the number really one slow. recruiting class or one of the top five recruiting class. They start super slow, and next thing you know, there's one or two games where it just kicks them in the butt, and then they go, okay, we're ready to go. Yeah, well, they're going to be doing this again. He already said it. He was like, this might be our thing. We might just do this every game. I like it. <laughs> That's why he's uh, successful. Dude, you got to find the niche, man. Yeah. He's been doing it for a long time. And yeah, guess what? He's probably sitting thinks. here saying, hey, if you don't want to follow this, guess what? Next guy up. Sorry, bro. Yeah, Sorry. You're you out. guys are all good. So. <laughs> you're out. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah. And they got a tough schedule. I mean, they're, they'll be fine. I mean, I know we've They just got embarrassed it. a couple games. Like, they lost to uh, Alabama. They got dominated. Yeah. And then they even lost to, I think, I want to say it was South Carolina. Yeah, that's that they right. should have that they should have they I mean I think they were like ten to twelve point favorites and they lost like actually lost the game so yeah, I guess not good that's crazy not good but yeah hopefully they maybe figured it out I don't know we'll I kind of hope they don't but yeah. that's just me it's a tough team to bet on yeah Come. you just never feel good about it right so all right see what happens there you go 
What do we got, Minnesota Minute? Big news today. Recording, what is it? What is it Tuesday the 17th? Big news coming out of the, one of the schools. Yeah, so Minnesota Vikings, obviously we just talked about it, lost to the Giants. Tough loss. Season's over. That's okay. Go for basketball, lost to Illinois on Monday. Mm-hmm. They have to play, or they get to play, Purdue and Michigan coming up. Good first half, terrible second half. Yeah, you were at the game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Wild, they've won their last two. They play the Capitals tonight, Tuesday, and then also the Hurricanes coming up. In other news, Minnesota Twins signed Carlos Correa. That's a whole different beast in its own. Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me like your five-second thoughts on it. My five-second thoughts are the fact that you could have kind of seen it coming because everyone was ripping on the Twins. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we got to make some big sign. I just don't understand how... That's this five seconds. But I'm, well, my question is, like, how does a guy pass multi- or fail multiple physicals for teams... And then two days later, the Twins are like, yep, you passed your physical. You are good to go. Good friends with our guys. So that's my take. Also, St. Thomas basketball, unfortunately, has lost their last two to Kansas City and Oral Roberts. Nah. They play Western Illinois coming up. The big news coming out of St. Thomas, though, they're getting a new stadium, hockey. On campus. And basketball on campus. $75 million donation. Yeah. Pretty cool. I know a lot of us, well, a lot of our friends, former Tommies, are like loving it. I mean, it looks unreal yeah it looks pretty sick and i think the biggest thing is that it's on campus like that makes a huge difference right well now that you're competing i mean now that you're d1 that just makes a big difference with like getting students there i feel like they've always had i mean granted they've been d3 for a long time so Mm -hmm. they've always had a lot of uh just like people around but that's also one of the schools just like in the twin cities Mm -hmm. that everybody lives off campus so it's like what's going to bring them on camp like on campus on a weekend or at a game to like make them want to come to the games right well and i think that's the thing too like when you go to that campus it's like it's in like a neighborhoods like there's so many houses around that people so many houses so it's like yeah like you said i think that is a huge and and also like when we played when gustavus went up to st thomas like student section terrible very small minimal i mean you look at the new pictures though and they'll for sure bring in people i mean it's crazy yeah and i mean with excitement and a nice venue then that comes more students right there so there you go all right okay let's shift to gears to the betting recap for the week um it's uh yeah that's about as uh positive as it can be that little blank uh, yeah, <laughs> moments uh, right there, yeah, there you go, uh david overall you were 23 28 and one. Oh, actually not as bad as i thought not terrible um that puts you at three eight and one nba at nba we did not do well this week this no, week NBA was bad. uh three eight and one nba 18 and 17 ncaa basketball yeah, but that's, I mean... That's 500. Ah, uh, it's a game over. That's in the game. game. Well, I don't know about it. About 51%. 51. Yeah, 51%, which... 2-2 uh, two two NFL, 0-1 NCAA football. So last NCAA football... Oh, was that called? That was the... Yep, Monday night last week. Yeah, that was the national championship. Yep. Uh, so 23-28-1 overall. Uh, my bets, I was 20-28-1. So you made three more bets. I mean... Let's be honest. If I would have had three more bets, we probably would have tied. Yeah. Well, let's, if we're being honest, <laughs> I think the gap would have gotten a little bigger. But, yes, in positive notes, yes. 20-28-1. That puts me at 4-10-1 NBA. Not good. So, overall, we were 7-18-2 for NBA. Rough NBA week. Especially the last couple weeks. That's been our bread and butter. Yeah. Well, I will also say, when you have a combined... Two and sixteen day. We're telling you, people, it's one day. Yeah, we got to avoid that day. It's literally one day where we we struggle, but the rest of them, they're they're. I would say most consistently. Consistently, most of the days are a couple day or a couple games above five hundred. Right, and then there's just one day that's really bad. Yeah, and that was our Sunday. Yeah, which so happens. Just follow us the rest of the days. Right. Uh, okay, 14 and 15 NCAA basketball, so just under 500 there. 2 and 2 NFL, 0 and 1 NCAA football. So we, had, we, see, we were the same NFL and NCAA football, and then you were just three games better than me. Or sorry, four games better than me in NCAA basketball. And like we said, 
if you'd have just made three more bets, we could have been. I know. Seven. What am I doing? I got to get on it. Also, those are on the app. Yep. Yep. So Action, Action Network app. verified. Uh, now, since we've made over 50 bets each, you can see our score. Yeah. So we get a score. <laughs> and then as the records go up in the green, mm-hmm. then the better the score will be. Don't look. We'll st- start looking this week. Yeah, well, I I will say I was feeling good because right away when we got to fifty, I was like, I was a couple games above you. Yeah. And then my record started going down, and yours started going up, and my score started going way down, and yours got, started creeping up. I was like, oh, well, this backfired. Yeah, it's just gonna teeter the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But all right, week. there you have it. New week. Yeah, there it is. So we're back. <laughs> let's go. Let's get into the beer and seltzer. All right. What seltzer are we drinking today? So, found these on the good old rack. They're the Smirnoff Seltzer Blue Raspberry Lemonade. Okay. So, we're going Smirnoff. Do you think it's going to be closer or farther away than Smirnoff Ices? I think it's going to be very sweet. Okay. I wonder what... Blue Raspberry. You think it will be blue? Uh, I think it will be a light blue. Very cool can. Summertime. Oh, hold it up for the hold it up for the people. Here's the. If you're not watching it on YouTube, yeah, shout out to we'll you give guys you a, who are watching. We'll give you a reason to watch it. Uh, beer that we're going with is from Perennial Artisan Ales, um, and that is in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Clear as day. Oh, that is clear. <laughs> so why did why did you grab this glass? No, I have to grab that class. <laughs> Jesus, Martha, you thought a former athlete would be better. All right, uh, but this beer is called Saison de Lis. Do it one more time. Saison de Lis. Okay. Just want to make sure we all heard it. It's probably Lee. It's got to be French, It's right? L-I-S. Yeah. French? it got to be. got to be, yeah. It sounds French. Uh, but it's a Belgian-style ale brewed with chamomile flowers. Whoa. Chamomile. Yep. Okay. So is it dark? No. Light? It's gonna be it's gonna be a medium to light. Medium to light. Looks light. Looks see-through. I would say that's medium to light. I would say that's light. If we're being honest. That's light. That's definitely on the lighter side. Very on the lighter side. Oh my god, look at that stuff. <laughs> I'm just trying. Thank to... God that's not in our stomach. I'm trying right? to save your stomach, <laughs> David. Sheesh. I'm doing it for you. Wow. We'll just let those sit there. Yeah, I was gonna say let them sit for 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh. Alright. Alright, Smirnoff. Smirnoff blue raspberry lemonade. It smells like uh blue raspberry Kool-Aid. Would Ooh. be would be what I smell. Smell the can. Are the can even that? smells even more like that. The can smells like it for sure. No, I think. For sure. It smells very... I don't know. I couldn't really smell that. <laughs> um, but I feel like this one is very smelly, like blue raspberry Kool-Aid. Um, hmm. uh, it definitely has like a little blue raspberry to it. Mm-hmm. It's not as hitchy in the mouth as I thought it would be. Like, it's more like, uh, like you can kind of, it doesn't taste like the flavors kind of dumbed down. It's not like, what, what were the, the Simply ones, the Simply Spiked? You know how those were like super sweet and like you could, you could taste all the sugars and whatever? Yeah. I don't think those are these ones. No, I don't think so either, but I actually like that. I do too. No, no, I, I 100% agree. Yeah, I was just that's saying. That's a positive. Yeah. I was thinking it was going to be more like those Simply Spiked, but it's not. Mm-hmm. So I think it's decent. I think it's pretty good. I mean, like I said, there's like a hint in some. I almost got like a tiny bit of like a a sour beer taste too. Just like a little bit. Because there's there's a decent amount of flavor, I think. There's a lot of flavor. Yeah. But it's like, it has just like a hint of a little bit of like a sour beer taste. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just Maybe a little bit. If you say that, yeah, you can kind of see it now. But yeah, I think it has a decent amount of flavor. I can't taste the lemonade as much. I definitely can taste the blue raspberry. Oh, I honestly kind of forgot that there was lemonade in it. Yeah, so I was just thinking blue raspberry. So that's a quick way to agree with what I was saying, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's pretty good. 
Let me get one more sip in. It's definitely a lot better to sip it than it would be to get iced. I think it's pretty good. So. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right, you're good. What what score are you I'm going to say 6-3. Okay. So I think it's pretty good. I don't think it has... I mean, I think it has a good amount of flavor, but it's not, like, overpowering. Mm-hmm. I just... I think it would be interesting to try the other kinds with whatever else it has. What are the other kinds? That, I am not too sure. Okay. So I would have to get back to you. I'll get back to you next episode. But I think they're all kind of like this. They're all, like, mixtures, like blue raspberry lemonade. Gotcha. I think they're, like, cherry limeade. I feel like the other lemonades that we've done, they haven't had a blue raspberry flavor. Like, that's a little bit out there. Uh, yeah, I don't think we've had one. I think the Simply Ones have a blue... Ra- uh, blue blueberry lemonade? Blueberry. So, yeah, it's not blue raspberry. But, yes, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's kind of been... It's kind of out there. Okay. Um, I am giving it a 7-1. 7? Yeah. 1. Okay. I think, it, I think it's good. Might be your best... One of the top scores. No, I think it's probably, like... I liked those... Uh, the Paloma that we did, I think that Paloma. one was fairly yeah. high. Yeah. The one a couple weekend, uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's the two chicks. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the I liked both of the two chicks. I would say that's up there. Okay. For me, but yeah, this one, this one is too. Like not none of the like fake sugary taste. Um, the it's pretty easy to drink. It's very easy to drink. It, right? It's yeah. not just like gonna overpower you. Um, not a ton of carbonation but just like a little bit to add a little extra flavor make the flavor pop a little bit yeah i don't really think there's like a lot of carbonation like at all no just a little bit to make the the flavor pop mm-hmm. but yeah i would say i mean this is up there for so it's starting out on a good foot with the pack we'll yeah to try the i would say so yeah yeah i mean it's i would say it's a lot better than what you would expect from like a bigger brand seltzer yeah you know like not a huge fan of the truly uh truly white claw all those ones mm-hmm. but like smirnoff or like bud light even yeah corona all those are like eh, mediocre right. these ones are actually this one's actually pretty good so i'm pleasantly surprised yeah that's good it's good so there it is good job David. six good three pick. seven one all right we got the saison de lis can we can, i mean give give me a saison de lis it's saison de lis. Yeah, saison de lis. It feels like we need a piece of pizza, right? Like we need a. That's not French. Oh yeah, that's not French. That's Italian. That's my bad. Give me a. Why don't we sip the saison Oof. with the crepe? Is that like an Australian? It's almost like it was gonna be like Australian coming out, but you said it. crepe. It almost like you were about to be like, let's have a saison de lis with a crepe. On the bobby. That's what it sounded like you're about to do. So. That's not French, is it? Well, it's Australian, Australian, but your accent sounded like you were going to Australia. It's just so good. Have you been to France before? I haven't been out of the country, Chris. Oh, I mean, you're gonna have to take a trip to France yeah. see if they get it on the bobby. No, that they don't. Do. <laughs> Our first impression of the saison. Uh, it's different. It's got a lot of flavor. I don't know if it's my preferred flavor of choice what flavor is it it almost tastes i'm gonna throw this out there my score might reflect this i think it tastes similar to like it's hoppy to me it's like an ipa it's like a light ipa light i would say emphasis on the light yes light like the color of it light but i'm saying it tastes like an ipa to me. a little bit hazy can't really see through it yeah not not too bad but it's definitely light I think the flavor is pretty good. I don't. I think. I mean. I think you're right. I think there's a little bit of hoppiness. There is definitely a little bit of hoppiness. Yeah. But I would say the reason why I don't necessarily lean towards the IPAs Mm -hmm. is because the hoppiness is so much, and it's like, whoa. Yeah, IPAs. That's just we've talked about IPAs. We've given our fair share of. But I would say this hoppiness is like. Uh, controllable noticeable so it's a little bit above like what you might expect from a regular light excuse me light beer or whatnot right but it's not like 
way overpowering on the IPA scale. But it's yeah. shifted a little bit. For it's definitely time. shifted a little bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree with that. I don't think it's to the extent, like you said, of like an IPA that we've had before. But I definitely think it's going that direction. Can you taste the chamomile flowers? Uh, the who? The chamomile flowers? Yep. No, it's, not really. That's what this uh, flower is. Like, okay. It's a chamomile nice. flower. Pretty flowers. I think those are daisies actually on the outside. Are they? Well, that's what it looks like. I think this might be a chamomile. That's gotta be. That's that must be what I was thinking of. Yeah, take a little gander. How do you spell it? C or K? C H. C H. Chamomile flower. Oh yeah. No, oh, they are those. Yeah, these are. So I'm, what's the middle thing? We'll look up a daisy. See if you were right. Oh. They're good for hay fever, inflammation, ulcers, wounds, muscle spasm. Well, we might, hemorrhoids. Have, we might have to start drinking this one every week. Is chamomile and daisy the same thing? That one is of a... several different species in the daisy family. <laughs> it's one I'm of, telling you. It's one of the things that came up. I'm telling you right now. I'm not a flower expert, but I'm pretty dang close. Like I like my job, but if I had if I had to pick a different job, I might go into flower searching. That when, was pretty good. When was the last time you got a list of flowers? Uh, prior anniversary, November. Three months, two months. Okay. And we just bought a freaking house. So I like, mean, yeah. I mean, shit. Maybe maybe just uh, stop by the store. Maybe go pick up a chamomile. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a chamomile. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's uh. Dating Tips 101, Chris Nairn. I'm sure she would like it. I'm sure she would like it. Got to keep them on their toes. All right, what are you giving it? <laughs> back to normal. <laughs> now we're, back, now to, we're back to normal back to programming. <laughs> I'm going to say 5-4 for me. Okay. Why 5-4? Five, five, the happiness just takes over for me. Okay. I've said my opinion on happiness. Mm -hmm. I don't love it. I don't think it's a terrible beer, but what? where's the, what is it out of, where's the brew? St. Louis, Missouri. Say, oh, it's Missouri. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so. It's definitely a different flavor. I don't think it's. Like, I don't taste it. Like, when it first, when I took my first sip, I was like, whoa. But I think it was just the hoppiness. Oh, gotcha. Because I wasn't necessarily expecting that. Okay. So I'm giving it a 6-2. I think six, it's two? fairly decent. I would say it's pretty easy to drink. Okay. For the most part. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily mind the hoppiness coming out as long as it's not too overpowering. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's just like, all these flavors are doing it for me to yeah. make me want to like rate it super high. Right. Kind of thing. So yeah, there it is. There you have it. And that's, and that's what they call a review. Bang. Bang. There you go. Uh, oh yeah. Seven, one for me, six, three for Dave for Smirnoff, six, two for me, five, four for David on the artisan ales. Yeah. I'll tell you this. The says, Smirnoff definitely surprised me. I thought it was definitely, it's definitely up there. A positive surprise. It is a positive surprise, so. Excellent. Bang, bang. All right, we're going to move on, folks. So we're going to recap. What was it called? Uh, what do they call it? Uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. Yep. Um, NFL. NFL. Yep. Yep. Then we're going mid-season NBA. Because we're right about NBA. halfway. We so are. we got NFL. Um, there were six games this weekend, two on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday. Mm -hmm. And, uh, why don't we just like run through them quick? Mm -hmm. Um, we'll do like maybe one to two minutes on each game. Yeah. Probably like one. Yeah. Let's stick closer to one twenty. One minute. And, uh, we'll just go through the game. So the first game was the, uh, 49ers Seahawks. I think that was showed. I think it was close. I think, and this is a theme just in general in the playoffs, like the, I think the jitters were real for a lot of those teams. A lot of those throws Brock Purdy was making in the first few possessions were awful. Mm -hmm. um, but then I think in the second half, they just took over. And I mean, their defense, I mean, their, their offense defense is makes, very good. Their offense is very good. And I think no matter who's the quarterback, and I think it's been good for Brock Purdy, you just get your ball in those, get the ball to those yeah. playmakers and you're good. So right. I think, I think they're obviously a team that can slash will potentially make a Super Bowl push out of the nfc i think they're definitely a team yeah because the they're also hot right now and they've also been uh like picked as the team that's number one in the power rankings of the teams that are left 
Yeah. So even though they played this last weekend, they're ranked number one in the power rankings overall in both the AFC and NFC. Yeah, I think so they're good. So that uh, they look very strong. Then we got they they obviously covered and the over hit. Yeah, they score a lot of points. The over was forty one and a half, and they scored forty one. So there you go. That bodes well for the over. Uh, second game Saturday, wild game. Uh, we had the Chargers and the Jaguars. First half, yeah. Chargers are up 27-0 at one point. I mean, four right interceptions. Four interceptions, and it was like bang, 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 like back-to-back. Yeah, basically. I'll say this, and I, I'm not harping on the refs and stuff too much, but it did seem like kind of like there was at least one or two of the interceptions. Granted, what the first one was tipped or whatnot, and the second one, like, it was a Good interception, sure, but he was literally grabbing the guy. He wouldn't even let the guy turn around. So it was like, okay, I get it. But also, four interceptions. And then to come back yeah, like that and just show a performance, I mean, it was fun to watch and obviously makes the game-winning kick at the end. But mm-hmm. I, mean, I, think, I think the Jaguars are a team to be reckoned with, especially in the future. I think – I Maybe just don't understand. Yeah, I just don't it's understand. Tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough to come out of the next game. But I think it's just crazy where it's like, dude, Chargers, what the f- – what happened? Yeah. Like, you guys, I, I get it. You guys never ran the ball with Eckler in the first quarter or the first half anyways. But, like, how does Justin Herbert, who almost has well, has to have one of the best arms in the league, arm talent, mm-hmm. his average yards per throw is, like, less than three or less than four. Like, dude, I get it. Mike Williams is hurt. Sure. What? Do you, what? But, so that's my opinion. I mean, yeah, the Chargers so, play so to lose. Were, Don't play to lose. So they were up 27-0. And then the Jaguars scored right before halftime, and then yeah, obviously the Jaguars came back. Yeah, and they won thirty-one to thirty. Yeah. So uh, let's see what Jags were two and a half point underdogs, so they obviously covered that by winning. The over hit. and the over definitely hit because I think it was what forty-five ish somewhere yeah, in there. It was called or forty-seven somewhere 60, in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, wild game. Uh. Then moving on to Sunday, so we had Dolphins Bills. Mm-hmm. Um. Honestly, a little bit of a tale of quarters. Yeah. I think my question is this about the Bills. Like, does this worry you about the Bills? No. So it doesn't worry you, but at the same time, like, when I was watching the game, they, he was, Josh Allen obviously played well enough. He was missing some throws, but it just is, like, kind of crazy. He had a lot of turnovers. Yeah, a lot of turnovers. And it's just three. Yeah, three. A couple interceptions and a fumble. He did have a fumble, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it's crazy when it's like, dude, like that team could obviously make a playoff push. But like their run, I mean, they gave up 31 points to the Dolphins, who were starting a third string quarterback, who granted yeah. played pretty well. Well, but one of them was a defensive touchdown. 100%. So that's, what, 24? Yeah. So, so three touchdowns. I think they'll be fine. I think that next round game will be very interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't get too ahead of yourself. Yeah. Um, so what was it? Dolphins covered because the spread was an outrageous 14. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 14. Yeah, 14, 14 and a half, whatever yeah. it was. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, and then the, the over hit as well. Yeah, a lot of points. Uh, next game, we kind of briefly talked about it, Giants and Vikings. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, honestly, when the game was happening, I was thinking back to last week's episode, and we did our keys to the game, and I had said... Uh, limiting the big plays Mm -hmm. and it was literally every single drive had big plays for them and I was like well this is not good yeah and I think it showed what I think every Viking fan has seen slash this whole year we knew the whole year was going to come down to it like it just I just don't get it in the sense that you let Daniel Jones who yes looked athletic looked good there's, but the hardest part is you didn't put any pressure on him. Every time he had at least, I don't know what, four or five seconds to throw or he would just run. Then you have a guy, like I think Eric Kendricks is a great linebacker. No linebacker in the league can really keep pace single-handedly with Saquon. Maybe those top tier ones. Eric Kendricks definitely can't. And he looked slow. So it's like you don't give him any help. And it's like, dude, there's so many plays where, first of all, we shouldn't have even had a chance at the end of the game. Because Darius Slayton should have caught the ball and the game should have been over. Yeah, I mean, that, that was crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's fourth and sixteen, and you let a guy wide open over the middle, which he would have got 20, 25 yards. Oh, he's how wide, does that happen? Wide open. And so I, I think at the end of the day, 
I think next year our, t- our defense will look a little different. We're getting, obviously, older, so it's definitely going to be different. But I think the coach has to go. You have to have a different scheme. New coach. New coach, and I hopefully that helps. But, like, it just blows my mind. It's like you never changed. You never blitzed. You never did anything. And it's like, dude, they just – credit to them. They beat us. Well, they kept doing what they were doing. And, and then I, 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 I will say this last thing about the Vikings. Yeah, I do feel thing. bad for Kirk because Kirk actually played a very good game. Yeah. I think he played very well. But it's like, dog. It's, it's fourth and eight games yeah. on the line. It's like the same thing with the Titans when they were playing the Jaguars that one game, the last game of the year. Yeah. It's fourth and But something. it was more acceptable for them because it was a guy that hadn't really played. Yeah, Josh much. Dobbs or whatever. Yeah. But it still is the same situation. You have to throw the ball past the line to game. Yeah. I'm at, sorry. At least add it. At least something like, dude, chuck it up to Jettas. Let somebody do something. Throw it to Hawkinson. Do whatever. You literally threw it three yards and everyone was like, there's a guy right on him. Like, <laughs> what, what the? But It so. is tough that that's what he'll be remembered for in that yeah. game because he did actually play pretty well. Yeah, he played very well. I thought so. he played very well. I think it's just tough. I mean, I credit, like we said, last thing, credit to the Giants. They did. I mean, at the end of the game, they took away Jettas. They literally took him away. Yeah. And so yeah, more teams do. obviously should do that because right, we don't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> we need to be done talking about the Vikings. Yeah, I'm getting, like, sweaty. <laughs> uh, last game on Sunday was Bengals-Ravens. So Bengals ended up winning 24-17. They didn't quite cover. The One spread ugly. was 9.5. Ugly. Uh, yeah. Ugly. They shouldn't have won. They shouldn't have won. They grind it out. They shouldn't have won. They shouldn't have won. They won because Huntley tried to reach the ball over. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. And then also, like, I respect J.K. Dobbins for literally coming on and being like, why am I not the guy? Like, <laughs> dude, it's first or second down. Hand the ball off. Like, what are we doing? It's tie game. Like, yeah. I get that sometimes when you reach over, like, the majority of the time, sure, it what doesn't happen it? like first that. First or second down? I think it was second down. Oh, second down. It was second down. But it's also like, you're just putting yourself at risk. I would say most guys don't just reach it over unless it's like a fourth down. Yeah, or your Trevor Lawrence. Or a two-point conversion. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Just <laughs> Yeah, that was a two-point conversion, too, so I was like, But he's okay, also at the one-yard line, and he's points. also got a wingspan of 6'12". Yeah, he's big. Yeah, he's so big. I just think that was crazy. I mean, give your running back at least one chance. I don't like that. So uh, Then the last game of Super Wildcard Weekend, so Cowboys, Buccaneers, Monday night. Cowboys, they played quite well. Won 31-14. to 14. They did look good. So they covered. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. They yeah. covered that. Uh, what was it, 45? Um, that yeah. was probably over. It was 45. So. Oh, what's Well, let's see. It was either 45 or like... That sounds like right about where it would be at, maybe slightly less, if I had to guess. 45 and a half. Oh. Oh, that actually is true because uh, Brett Maher missed four extra points. So screwed everyone over that had the over. Oh, that is true. Four extra points, huh, buddy? He four. made He made the last one, though. I'll say this in watching it. What's crazy is, yes, he did make the last one. Um, He's on a one-game heater. Two things about this. He's actually one of the better kickers in the league, which is crazy. That is crazy. And so what's also wild about that is it's like, dude, he he didn't even, like, try to change it up. He lined up on the same hash all four times or all five times. And I get it. That's what They're sticking with him, it says. But it became a mental thing at that point. It became a mental thing. By the third kick when he yanked that one, everyone was like, Holy shit, and this guy. missed the next one. Too. Yeah, and then he finally made it. <laughs> Which, I'll say this, Brett Maher's a great kicker. He's won them a handful of games. Mm-hmm. I, I don't support Dak Prescott on the sideline, chucking his helmet, doing all this stuff. Like, hey, why aren't we going for two? Why aren't we doing this? It's like, dude, you got to get the guy. You're up by 20 points. Give the guy some confidence to the next game. Well, also, I'm, yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. You... Show me a video. Show me a video. Three kicks. Yeah, yeah you th- probably should go for two. Show me uh, a video. Fourth one. Show me a video of any teammate that's throwing their helmet when Dak Prescott, who leads the league in interceptions, who's played five less games than the next person. Right. Throw me a, show me a, show me it. I guarantee you, Brett Maher is not trucking his helmet. I'll guarantee you it. I'll put yeah. my life salary on it. I mean, it's a quarterback versus a kicker. That's a, exactly that's not going to happen. But you're praising the kicker when he makes them. And you're chucking your helmet when he misses an extra you're point when you're hope, up 20? You're hoping that he makes it. You He should make it. I think if you've missed three extra points, then you probably should go for two. No, on a four I point. respect giving him the chance. You're up by 21 points. The game wasn't even close. Yeah, but maybe next time they aren't that close. 100%, but you got to give him the confidence. He saw one go through. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm a fifth time. Exactly, but that's better than just not giving it to him. All right, anyways, we're moving on. So we're on to the divisional round, right? That's what they call this Should be exciting. Uh, so Saturday games, you got the two teams that got the buys. So first game, that puts us at Chiefs-Jaguars. So the Jaguars are traveling to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, games at 3.30 Central Time. And we got line of eight and a half going to the Chiefs. Over under is fifty three, so it's, it's a high over very high over under. Um, what does that put uh, them at? Twelve thirty one? No, thirty. Thirty to twenty seven, or thirty to twenty three. Yeah, about that. Thirty to twenty three. Yeah, thirty and a half. So, but that one cover the eight and a half. Well, it depends who you're talking. It's about. right around there, like thirty ish yeah. and twenty. Three-ish. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where I think it. I hope it's a good game. I think Jacksonville obviously deserves to be there. They obviously can't start it the way they did last game. No, no shot. They would get demolished. That's just so many points. And so I will actually, I'll take the under on that. I think 53 is a lot. I think the Chiefs can score a lot, but I think it's going to be different for Jacksonville where you're going to have to establish the run at Kansas City. Mm. So, yeah. I'm going to take the under. I actually think the Chiefs are probably going to cover it. Eight yeah, my heart doesn't want them to because I actually love watching Jacksonville play. But I don't yeah. think I think the road ends here for Jacksonville. The road for it's sure will end, but eight and a half points is a lot. Yeah, it's possible. All right, next game we got the Giants traveling to Philadelphia, an interdivision rivalry on divisional, on division, divisional weekend, divisional round, the divisional, divisional round. round. Yeah. Yeah, the divisional round has a divisional game. Seven <laughs> fifteen Central Time. <laughs> we got uh, what a weird way to say it. <laughs> I was confusing myself. Uh, the Eagles seven and a half point favorites against the Giants, and the over unders forty eight. Initial thoughts on those lines? Yeah, I think the Eagles will cover. I think the Eagles will win by double digits. I think the Eagles are going to come out with something to prove. They saw the last game tape, and I think they will make adjustments on Daniel Jones and he won't be able to run as much and if you make him pass I just Eagles defense also led the league in sacks I'm yeah almost 100% sure right and I think they're athletic enough where they're not going to let Saquon with the big plays so someone else is going to have to make them and I'd honestly say Saquon is the kind of the kryptonite for the Eagles defense because they're not that good at run defense yeah but um they are very good at pass defense so it's like well, why would the Giants pass if they have all these rando receivers and they have Saquon at running back? Right. So I would say that Saquon's going to have a hefty workload. Yeah, and I think that I think the hard part will be I think if the Eagles come out, which the way they should, if they come out and score a lot, it's hard to keep running the ball if you're the Giants. I think it. I actually might pick. Yeah, I hate picking unders, but I. What is under, the over under? Forty eight. It's Ooh, it's sticking out tough. to me. I I might pick the under on that one. Yeah, I'll take the over. I think the over. I mean, it all really depends who scores first, because like the Eagles can control the game. Yeah. But I think the Eagles are going to go out there to prove. I think they're going to go out to prove it. I think they'll be just fine. All right, moving on to Sunday game. Honestly, this is probably the game that I'm most looking forward to. Bengals at Bills. Yeah. Uh, we got Bills five point favorites over under forty eight. Yeah, I mean right. I. Well, the over, I think we Easy. both can see We were talking over. about that earlier. Yeah, Easy unless there's over. an absolute major snowstorm, I don't see how that over doesn't hit. Uh, um, it looks like it's going to be around 33 degrees and cloudy. Yeah, that's fine. Both teams play kind of in colder weather. I think it'll be fun to watch because I think this is the game too. Obviously, with everything else that happened earlier on in the year with uh, the game before where DeMar Hamlin got hurt. I think this is the game everyone has on their calendars ready to roll. Mm-hmm. So I think over, what's the, Bills? Bills, five-point five favorites, point favorites, 48 over under. I want to say Cincinnati, but Cincinnati did not impress me at all against Baltimore, so I'm going to take the Bills. I feel like Cincinnati is a team that kind of plays to how, the how the other team plays. So yeah. like now they're playing the Bills. They know they have to score, and they know that they have to play a lot better. Yeah. Against the Ravens, inner division, like they're just trying to grind it out, and then their offense and just 
play in general kind of just looks mediocre. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think it's one of those things what's crazy is I don't think necessarily I mean, James Cook has actually come out and looked decent. Oh yeah. But I think I think both teams kind of are gonna pass a lot, which pass is fine. a ton. But a and ton. I I'll be honest, this year obviously even fantasy wise having Joe Mixon, I think Joe Mixon is a below average running back running the ball. Sure he can catch it. He cannot run and maybe it's because he has no holes. He looks like he literally never hits a hole. And no so holes. there's no holes to hit. So I think it'll be I hope I hope this is a similarity game to when the Bills played the Chiefs was it last year and they just were slinging it. You think the you think the Bills can have two games like that in a row this week and next week if they win this week? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh last game puts us at Dallas traveling to the 49ers yeah. on Sunday late afternoon early evening 5:30 kick. Yeah. Um you got San Francisco three and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. Over under is forty six and a half. And uh, 49ers currently the only team not in the NFC East in the NFC left. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially after last year when the NFC East was literally the laughing stock of the they whole were garbage. NFL. They were garbage. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think after watching San Francisco's first game, I think the 49ers. I actually think the 49ers will cover. The over-under is so tough because the 49ers can score, mm-hmm. but both of these defenses are elite defenses. They're pretty They've good. They've got to be number one and two defenses. Um, or close to. Top fives, we'll say. Right? They yeah. have to be. I mean, the 49ers are... I mean, it. I also think it probably depends on what you're looking at. Yeah. But I would say overall, I mean, 49ers definitely in there. Dallas, I feel like, has been a little bit more up and down i mean they both just really focus on the turnovers like yeah getting turnovers and so sometimes that can allow like bigger plays and stuff like that yeah I, I do think it's one of those things too where you look at both of them too and it's like you have nick bosa on one side mm-hmm. michael parsons on the other side i mean literally head to head for pretty good players head to head for defensive player of the years mm-hmm. you can argue who you think should have won and shouldn't but like both literally in contention Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it will be a fun matchup. The four, I want their. I mean, I think Sunday's games will be very exciting. I mean, we're kind of getting down to it. I do think the Niners will win and cover. Yeah. And I'm gonna say, I actually think I'm gonna take the over. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It's the same thing. Four Niners have scored over thirty-five points five out of the last six games. Like, if they, even if they score twenty-eight, then that means that Dallas has scored twenty. Yeah, and you I think, think they can't score three touchdowns? Yeah, and I think it was one of those things where I, I, I do think Dallas showed against Tampa Bay that they're kind of back to where they... I mean, everyone was like, oh, they played terrible against Washington, which Dallas are going to see. I think Dallas cleared that up very quickly. Well, you know who didn't play against Washington? Tony Pollard. TP, baby. Yeah. He's a difference maker for the Cowboys. Well, yeah, yeah, Zeke stinks. <laughs> they better figure out how to sign him. Yeah, Zeke stinks. So... Yeah, I'll say this. I mean, I think, yeah, the over, it should just be a fun time. I mean, it's it's going to be good, so. Yeah, I think 49ers and over, both. Yeah, three and a half is really not that much. No. 49ers at home, too, so. Yeah, there you have it. All right, uh, so we'll keep circling back. Um, currently, so my T, the, from the top five uh, teams that we had, so, um the Chargers lost for me, so they're out. I only have the Niners. The Bucks lost for Dave, so he only has the Niners. I have the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Eagles left. Yeah, so you should have a team. I should have a team <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Yeah. At know, least one. At least one. So, yeah, and I think, I mean, I think, I mean, like we said, it only takes one, and I'm happy with the one team. They're rolling at the right time. If so. I mean, like we said, yeah. top-ranked power ranking. So there you go. All right, we're shifting gears now from NFL to NBA. So we mentioned it a little bit before. It's the midseason update, so we're right around halfway through the games. Slightly more. There's 82-game season. We're right around like 43 to 45 or so mm-hmm. for each team. Yep. And so let's start with the Eastern Conference. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. Um, so, how are we looking 
reality versus expectations coming into the game or into the year let's start with that team wise first let's focus on the teams then we can go on individual stuff yeah and i think when you look at the team wise i think injuries play a huge part in it but i think mm-hmm. the boston celtics have kind of taken a step above a lot of people they're a very good regular season team they are a very good regular season so that's I mean, what they I was made it to is they made the uh, the finals last year too so not right. to say that they're not a good playoff team but they're very good well and i think i think when you watch too like jason tatum looks better i mean that man is a obviously probably a pretty beast. He's 51 a beast. points on mlk day yeah 100 percent. so i think that's good i mean if you look right down it i think like you said Giannis has been kind of in and out lately knee injury whatever yeah, obviously he's missed three games yeah kd Obviously, being hurt oh. doesn't help. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's crazy that those two teams are still at the top. It Sixers. beats that for a while. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think the fun team to watch, the most fun team to watch, is literally I love watching the Cavaliers or love betting on the Cavaliers so I can follow them because I think they're very fun to watch. Donovan Mitchell's super good, super fun to watch. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Heat have kind of been a disappointment. They've had a ton of injuries, a ton, a ton, a ton of injuries. Right. Like, way more than anybody else. All the other teams have had, like, one guy. Granted, it's, like, one of their main guys. But, like, one guy out. Then they come back. Then another guy or two go out. You know? The Heat, they've had guys out the entire year. And it's multiple of them. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's kind of been... I mean, he's shown... We knew he was good, but he has had some games where it's like, whoa. They had one game that they had nine guys to start the game. So already pretty low right whole, you get, yeah. i believe you get 12 <laughs> and they're at nine based off injuries and then Dwayne deadman gets ejected from the game classic in the first quarter because so he got pissed and he comes off the court he was pissed at the coach. oh he slaps up he, he was pissed at the coaching staff and he threw one of those massage guns onto the court yeah while the game was going on guns, yeah People are so stupid. And then he got ejected. So then they were only down. They were down to eight guys in an NBA game. Yeah. And it's not. I mean, they had Jimmy, and, but they didn't have Hero. They didn't have Bam. They didn't have uh, Kyle Lowry. Like all these main guys. They had Jimmy. It was, honestly, I was watching the game because it was on TNT that night, and I was watching it, and it made me think about the stories of when Jimmy joined the backups on the wolves <laughs> and played against all the rest of the starters in practice they're just balling yeah that's yeah. what it made me think i mean it is interesting i think they're i mean like you said it's it's once the teams are healthy i feel like it'll be around the same teams mm-hmm. i think like i said the celtics have gotten fortunate and they're they're just in a great spot mm-hmm. so i mean it'll be interesting once kd comes back obviously Kyrie sits out a few games here and there so yeah uh my thoughts on the eastern conference i think one the hornets stink they awful and they gave up so many points give a lot of points and it didn't help that Lamelo was out for a really long time at the beginning (sighs) of the year with ankle injury so that did not help them start off well and they've kind of continued on with that mediocreness to mediocreness to terribleness dude they're they're bad yeah they're um the rest of the teams that aren't in the playoffs currently, honestly, I just look at them as... Wow, I got the hiccups now. Um, they all just seem like they're so young that it's like you kind of just expect them to be down there because they don't yeah. have any experience and their like, stud best players are just so young still learning and they're not like to the level of uh, the other elite teams. Right, 100%. Well, and I think it's like you look at it like... And Bradley Beal's been Bradley hurt. Bradley Beal's been hurt. Toronto Raptors are literally basically tied for 10th. They're over, They're so up and down. And they have a very interesting roster because it's like they have enough guys that you think they should be good. Like Siakam is balling. I know we're not talking individuals yet, but Siakam is balling. And they got an, a, another couple guys that are like fairly good. Scotty Barnes is pretty good. Yeah, like they have a good uh, starting lineup at right. least. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but but yeah, you look at the Pistons too. Like Cade Cunningham's out mm-hmm. for the year, so that kind of sucks. And then like, yeah, oh yeah, they're they're trying to get the first overall pick. Yeah. Uh, the other interesting thing that I think is okay. So you you look at like all these teams that are in the playoffs or the playoff picture for the Eastern Conference, right? Then you see so all of them have like five, four, seven home losses. New York Knicks. 
below 500. They're the only team that right now in are in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. They're below 500 at home. Yeah. They're 11 and 12 at home, and then they're 14 and 8 on the road. Yeah. They score a lot of points too. I mean, they're. It's kind of the same story with them, though. It's kind of interesting to watch them play. Like R.J. Barrett's, he's pretty good. Jalen Brunson has been solid. Julius Randle's very good. Yeah. You want to know uh, a fun fact betting-wise for the Knicks? Uh-oh. This is what I've been following it, and it's been working out for me. Um, it didn't hit the last time, but that was only the second time. So, New York Knicks, when they are more than five-point favorites. Okay. Or, yeah, I think it's five-point favorites. I'm fairly sure. Uh, it's either favorites or underdogs, but I'm pretty sure it's favorites. Okay. Whenever they're f- more than five-point favorites, yeah, the over hits has hit 10 out of 12 times. This Were week. they not favorites against Toronto? I don't know. That was the last game. Because uh, I took the over, and that, was, that hit, thankfully, because they went to overtime, but it still hit. I don't think they, I think they were actually like one and a half point favorites. Yeah, the, I mean the over hit there. It was this game, the Pistons. Yeah, the Pistons that did not hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, I don't believe it was the Wizards either. But then it was the Pacers. I did that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Spurs, and the Spurs again. The Mavericks. Uh, no, it wouldn't be the Mavericks at Mavericks. No, they would have been underdogs. Yeah. Uh, I believe home against the uh, the Bulls. That was one of them. Yeah. So ten out of twelve games, if they're if they're uh, five point or more favorites, over hits. Yeah. Not betting advice. So they score but a lot. Advice. They score a lot, but they uh, give up a lot. They're like, ah, eh, we can beat these dudes. Yeah. Well, it's kind of crazy that they. Uh, That's the fun fact for they you. They have an under five hundred record at home. But yeah, yeah that is crazy. Yep. Um. The other two teams that I think have disappointed is the Hawks and the Bulls. I think both teams thought they would probably be better than they are. So we'll see if they can figure it out second half. Yeah. All right. Uh, Western Conference, team-wise, what have you noticed reality currently versus expectations going into the season? Yeah, well, I think the one team, I don't, I mean, I didn't really, we didn't really talk a ton about them, but like, Pelicans are pretty good. They're solid. We've talked about them being good, but like they're number three right now. I think the surprising team, though, is the Sacramento Kings are kind of balling. And the one team that's kind of fallen off is the Phoenix Suns, granted, with a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. But they do not look good. So for them, and I'd like to reiterate this if you want to go back and look at the records, I did state that the Utah Chaz would be decent. Naram said I was wrong. They're decent. They're right around 500. They started off very well. <laughs> they started off they, so hot. They've definitely come back to earth. Which is fine. They're decent, though. The, uh, yeah. I would say they're the definition of decent currently. Yeah. We'll see how it ends. You think? Do you think now back at it with, uh, like, obviously Steph Curry had his injuries. Do you think Golden State will make a push? In the playoffs? For, like, the next, no, for the title. Oh, uh, if they're all healthy. Yeah. I don't think you can look at that roster and say that a, a team that has Steph, Clay, Draymond is not going to compete for a championship. I'm actually glad you said that third name. Draymond Green. Do you think Draymond Green is necessary to that team? I think he is so bad. No, I think he's very important to the team. I think Draymond Green is so bad. Who and to you, give him... Who, I don't. Who do you think can do the things that he does for them? What does he do? Rebound, defend, basically run the offense. He's the one that has the ball most of the time. So he ever just seven rebounds. Eh. Okay. And six assists. And he's a power forward. He scored seven points. He's a very below average shooter. He's that's not what they need him to do. They've literally the two two of the best shooters in the entire history of the NFL. He doesn't need NBA. in the NBA. He doesn't need to shoot. Plus, they have Jordan Poole. He's a fairly good shooter as well. Yeah. But so yeah. it's like, why would you ever want Draymond to shoot if they have those three guys? Because at some That's point, easy. he's going to have to score. At some point, he's going to have to score. 
to win the championship again at some point. I get it, Steph leads him all that way, but like he's gonna have to score. I think he scores enough to get what is the average? Eight to ten? Seven? Seven to ten? Eight, yeah. I think that that's all you really need for him. The amount of intangibles that Draymond Green does for the team makes him an invaluable member of the Warriors organization. That's insane to me. I would take my $26 million a year and pay somebody else. Well, we'll probably see how that works out because I don't think he's going to be a Warrior for that much longer. Yeah, just too much money. I guess, yeah, we'll wait and see. But no, he's very valuable for that team. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I think in order to win the championship or go back, I think Wiggins will have to step back up. Because I do think, obviously, those two, Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson, are kind of coming in their own. So they'll be fine. Mm -hmm. It'll just be interesting to see if they can compete for a championship again. So we'll see. Yep, we will see. Um, Let's see here. I think it has been interesting to see... uh, Well, the Pelicans have had quite a few injuries. Zion's been out for a little while. Brenning's been out for a really long time. Yeah. And somehow they just keep winning. I mean, they're the third seed right now. Like I think the difference with them is they they have that, like, grit about them. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, well, Alvarado is kind of a pest grit, but, like, he plays his He's style. He's very pesty. Yeah, but Herbert Jones has been pretty good. Like, they have a young team. I would say Herbert Jones has had it. A very good year. Yeah, C.J. McCollum has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they've had their injuries, but I think they just play that style of basketball where it's like, obviously Zion is a focal point. Him and C.J. McCollum are kind of the big guys, but like and, Ingr- and Brandon Ingram. Yeah. So yeah, but like you said, Brandon Ingram's been hurt, so it's mm-hmm. like you know who's been balling is Valanciunas. Yeah, he's always he's always solid. I just like. double double left and right. He's been dominating my fantasy basketball team. Yeah, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's crazy. I mean, I think they just have a. It's a solid lineup, especially once Ingram kind of comes back and is healthy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're playing well. I mean, third place and yeah. Yeah, the Nuggets and the Grizzlies uh, have started to separate themselves. And then honestly, from the Mavericks to really the, I don't know, what do you want to call it? The Suns? Yeah. So the Mavericks are currently fifth. The Suns are currently 12th. And there's only a three game difference in those two teams yeah i'll say this too it's kind of like this obviously the mavericks they it's packed the record but i all i think the mavericks would be a team you want to play in the playoffs i would yeah it's because tough. i think here's the thing is like luca yes luca is yeah that's the, the hard part. coming up but like if you look at it like and granted it's only been a few games but like if you disrupt him that team is not good they're yeah. not. It's hard to disrupt. Hey, don't get me wrong. We're not disrupting this average Joe player. But like at the same time, like if Luca doesn't play say. well, but but it's just hard when you only rely on one guy to run everything. Like teams can shut that down or whatever. And I think Christian mm-hmm. Wood is good, but I think it's also crazy. It's just like when you do look at it, it's easier said than done. One hundred percent. Luca is very good, and the thing is, he's not a Damian Lillard where he's like six foot, six feet tall. He's like six seven. No, he's built. He's and I'll say this: he's built. It always surprises me with Luca. That man is so sl- he's not fast. He's as quick as he needs to be. Right, but his moves, it's like he's so slow, and then he just does a step back, and it's like bang. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Well, let's use that to transition into our individual player. Yeah. Well, I mean, conversation. I think- Who do you think? I mean, you got Jokic. <laughs> he's currently the leader, as he should be, uh, for MVP. Yeah. Um, he he's dominating. Averaging 24.9 points. We were talking, is he averaging triple-double before this game, or before this episode? He's averaging 24.9 points, 11 rebounds, 9.7 assists. So just under. Yeah, so close. Uh, but, the I mean, he's been very, very good. Yeah, he's been very good. And, I mean, and he's he the reason why... The, yeah, he's the reason... The Probably the biggest reason why he they are tied for the first seed. He's 100% in the West. And I and Jamal Murray's back and like they yes. have other pieces. That so makes yes. a huge difference. Yes, 100%. And I last think, year they had no shot without Jamal Murray. No, once Jamal Murray went down, it was almost game over. But I think, I think he was out the whole year, wasn't he? Yeah, he tore his 
at the end of the previous, previous year, yeah. But I think he's he's a good player, and so he's great. But I, I do think it is one of those things where it's when you do look at the Nuggets, like, yeah, Jokic. And so he's a superstar. He should be, if not he already is, the front runner for the MVP again mm-hmm. halfway through the year. So Yeah. It's uh so what was it? I was looking at the because uh, the All Star game's coming up, right? Uh, well, like three or four more weeks. It's weird because it's like middle. It's the sec. It's February eighteenth. Yeah, but you could say it's coming up. Um, <laughs> so it's Christmas. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe not quite, but uh, it's coming up in the sense that now people are talking about like oh starter versus bench guy versus whatever, right? Whether uh, versus making it. Yeah. And so they were looking at the front court of the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. And you got KD, yeah. you got Giannis, you got Embiid, and you got Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's pretty good. You can only have three that start. Yeah. Which three are starting out of those four? Because all, I mean... I'll say this, they is KD going to be back? They add, Well, that's besides the point. Like, if all of them could play, yeah. right, it might just work out where only three can play and then it's like oh well these three are the starters but if all of them were healthy mm-hmm. i mean who are you picking granted in the graphic that i saw jimmy butler was listed fifth but like that's not really a conversation it really comes down to those four but only three can be starters who am i taking well clear cut and day jason T- jason tatum for me okay clear cut jason tatum i think he's the best player in the eastern conference uh, you think he's better than Embiid? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's taking that team to another level, and he is literally... He's... I mean, I know Jokic is whatever. Jason Tatum, I think, has always been kind of in like the teetering the MVP. This year, he is putting on a show. Would you guess that Embiid's averaging more points than him? No, that's fine. He has to. I, I think the problem with the Sixers is they go all around him. So I'll say this. Jason Tatum's my number one. I will say Embiid's my number two. Okay. And to be honest, I, I would say KD is my three. Really? Yeah, I would say he's over Giannis. I, so Giannis is averaging 31 and 11.9 rebounds per that's game. That's fine. Go for it. Have you played, like, less games? You've been hurt the last, like, four games. He's missed the last three games. What Grant, about Durant? I think Durant is more... I think here's the thing. I think Durant... Yeah, I don't know. I don't like KD's Giannis. averaging 29.7. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking KD over him. Hmm. So that's my three. He hasn't played since the eighth, which makes it even more prevalent. I don't even think he'll play for the All Star game. Yeah, I don't think he will either. So it'll probably work itself out. But just like yeah, just who would you put? Um, I'd probably put uh, Giannis Tatum. Instead of- and Embiid. So you'd take Giannis. I'd take of. KD out. Yeah. Interesting. I just think that those other three guys, they give more uh, than KD. Like KD, great score, one of the best in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. But that's always been his focus and what he's counted on versus the other guys. Like Giannis, he's averaging 12 rebounds, 30 points. Embiid basically the same thing, and Jason Tatum has been averaging and scoring more than Durant this yeah. year. So like, yeah, I think Kevin have... Durant is just the p- best pure scorer. Oh, easily. So. I mean, he's seven feet. Yeah. Um, what else you got? You got anything else that you want to mention? No. Individual? So who would you say is right now the most the MVP? You think it's Jokic too? Yeah, Jokic. I mean, his team is in first place. In the Western Conference, he's averaging almost a triple double. Yeah. So, like, do you think at the end of the year he'll be averaging a triple double? Mm, he's point like two away from assists. Point three. Point, point three. three. Yep. Uh, he also that's gonna be the hardest category for him. I vividly remember uh, one of the games that I did a little prop parlay, and all I needed was six and a half over six and a half assists. For Jokic that game, and he got six, and I was pissed. Damn. 
Yes. I guess it's hard with assists because you rely on the other guys to make shots. <laughs> That's that is part of it. If they're not making shots, then you're and not he's the center, assist. like he can he can score when he wants and he can grab all the rebounds because he's the biggest guy that they have. So like yeah. those two things, they'll be fine. But like assists, there's other aspects that are in it. Uh, but yes, I think that he will likely win the MVP. I think it also affects it because most of the other guys that are the front runners, they've had some injuries. Yeah. Like KD, Embiid, they've sat out. I mean, even Anthony Davis, he was absolutely balling yeah. before he got hurt. And now it's you like. You think Luka well, could make a contention? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, he's that type of player. Yeah. I just don't think that his team will be high enough to kind of like propel him forward. So he really has to focus on the individual stats. Mm -hmm. And I don't think his individual stats compared to Jokic's put him over him. Put him over. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. We'll see what happens. What else you got? Anything? Or you want to wrap up episode 44? No, let's wrap it up. Go Wolves. All right, wrap step it up. up big time. Yeah, let's finish strong. Yeah, get the, get the fellas back healthy. Yeah, so. All, All right. right, 44. Peace. Peace. One, two, three.